Welcome back to the Meditation at Anything But Square podcast. On today's episode, I'd like to talk to you about transforming life's difficulties. My name is Genkel Sain-Dorning and I'm the resident teacher at Kadampa Meditation Centre Australia in the beautiful Vandenong Ranges. Well, life is getting increasingly uncertain and people seem to be getting more worried and anxious and just unsure about what the future holds. We're living in a time um, where people seem to just be waiting for something and as a result there's a low level uncertainty. I've spoken to a lot of people about this recently. Um, The low level feeling of we're not quite sure what's coming and we're waiting for something but we don't quite know what it is and this does create some anxiety and so forth, and so forth, as I've mentioned. Now, what we've understood over the last few episodes is that real suffering, real problems are defined as the experience of unpleasant feelings. And feelings are part of the mind. So the essence of any problem or difficulty that one experiences is part of the mind. And... Because of this, it's possible that the things that we are seeing as our problem are not quite the actual problem, but they are the catalyst or the trigger for bringing to the surface some problems that we have, perhaps some emotional problems that we have a little bit deeper down in our mind. This is an important point because for as long as we believe the problems are intrinsically external to the mind, there is no solution because you can't control the external world. It's a little bit like needing to walk across rough and thorny ground and instead of putting shoes on, trying to cover the whole ground with leather. That's just simply not feasible. It's very expensive as well. And uh, you'd need an awful lot of leather to, to be able to do that. You can accomplish exactly the same result by putting on a pair of shoes. And so in a similar way, once we can understand that the real essence of an emotional problem is how we feel inside. And we can verify this. You can put someone else into your problems. Into, you can imagine someone else experiencing your problems and not having that problem. And indeed, you can look at somebody else who has a problem. And perhaps you wouldn't experience that as a problem if you were in their shoes. So we can start to understand that ultimately, pro- life's difficulties, problems are often subjective rather than objective. I'll tell you a quick story. I was teaching up in New South Wales and I met a lady who was having uh, uh, severe emotional problems over choosing which floor to install in her investment property. And she was on the brink of a breakdown from this experience. And I remember using this as an example. I was teaching, I was thinking, I think I was teaching at Lake Macquarie and As I was giving this teaching and using this example, this person in the audience shouted out, well, then she deserves to suffer. I understood um, this person's frustration because it seemed like such a minor thing, you know, the flaw in your investment property when there are so many other big issues in the world. How on earth could this be a problem? But for me, um, my understanding is is that that this this person's suffering was real, relative, to her. Now, you might not experience that as a problem, and this person in the audience certainly didn't experience that as a problem, 
that you can't take away that experience or that feeling of misery that that person was going through. It was real for her. But the essence of that suffering was painful emotion. That was part of her mind. The external situation was simply a catalyst. As I said earlier, it was it's simply a trigger for bringing those emotions to mind. And each of us have our own catalysts and triggers. But our problems are within us. So I want to give a, a, I mean, we don't have a huge amount of time in these podcasts, but I'd like today to give you a special tool that you can use to convert the difficulties that uh, arise in your life, how you can leverage that difficulty, that appearance, that catalyst trigger, and transform your inner response to it in a way that prevents painful emotion and instead gives rise to peace. If you can do that, if you can experience a painful, a, a peaceful mind with respect to that appearance, then you have transformed that difficulty into happiness, into a cause of happiness. It is what you might call a spiritual alchemy, where you've taken something that's not very good, you've put it through some process, and you've got gold at the other end of it. Same here, you've taken a situation you'd rather not have, you've put it through a special mental process, you've got a gold-like inner peace, a happiness. Okay, very simple, but it's very profound. When you experience a problem, and a problem arises in your life, instead of blindly and emotionally reacting to the problem, you should use the problem to immediately remember the millions of people who are experiencing the same problem, but much worse. Immediately, whatever, it doesn't matter what it is, whatever problem it is, you just close your eyes and in your, in your heart, in your imagination, you see million, the millions of people experiencing the same thing, but worse. And you empathize and you think, I know what you're feeling because I've, I'm going through this. I know what, what, how it feels. I know what you're experiencing. I know what you're going through. You do this in, inwardly, obviously, in, in your heart. And as you begin to empathize, the new perspective that starts to arise, the, the opening of your mind and the opening of your heart naturally makes you peaceful. Now, I know some people have done this practice and it's, it's made them cry, like tears rolling down their cheeks because they've become aware of just how much suffering there is in the world. But even though they have tears rolling down their cheeks, inwardly, they're at peace. Those tears are just a, a, an outward expression of their beautiful, good heart. It's not that they're depressed or sad. It's they're just simply moved. But inwardly, they're, they're at peace. So this is very amazing. I, I just think this is incredible. If we take a difficulty and we and we use that difficulty to exacerbate our self-focused mind, our depression and anxiety will increase. We use that difficulty to become other-focused 
that depression and anxiety will dissolve. I want to just read you one, a couple of sentences from How to Transform Your Life. Now, the author, Geshe Kelsen Gyatso, he says this. All worries, anxiety, and sadness are based on self-cherishing. The moment we let go of our obsessive concern for our own welfare, our mind naturally relaxes and becomes lighter. So normally when we experience a difficulty, we become more self-concerned. But if we use the difficulty to become other-concerned, we find peace. I think we, it's, it's, I would say it's very cathartic because I'd say this good heart and empathy and so on, this is our real nature. This is our real human nature. It's just that our mind's so distorted and it's so covered with obstructions and, and fear and anxiety and anger and so forth that we don't often feel the person that we truly are. Whereas a practice like this reveals who we really are. And I think that's one of the reasons why it works so well. And as a result, the difficulties in life are sometimes what we need to return to the good-hearted person that we actually are. Okay, so we can, we have a, uh, <laughs> we'll have one of our anything but square micro meditations now. Find a comfortable posture. Remember, relax your body, drop your shoulders. If you want to close your eyes, you can. And if you'd like to just gaze down, you can. It's up to you. And then just bring to mind a difficulty or problem that you're experiencing. And then immediately remember or recognize there are millions and millions of people with this problem. quite probably much worse than you. And we're just going to spend half a minute wishing, hoping, may they be free from their problems. May we all be free from our problems.
Okay. And again, make some time to do that meditation uh, properly over a few more minutes. It doesn't need to be a huge amount of time, but just a bit longer, maybe five or 10 minutes. We don't have the time here on this podcast. Okay, that concludes today's podcast. So do join us for our live lunchtime meditation session every Tuesday from 12.30pm at fedsquare.com. And I encourage you, sign up to the Anything But Square podcast and also to our newsletter at fedsquare.com. For more information on what I teach, classes and courses here at Kanampa Meditation Centre Australia, please have a look at meditateinmelbourne.org. Take good care.